0: So, um, the first so the first sicha. So the sicha is actually broken up into three parts. The first part will be the traditional rashi sicha. That's gonna take a rashi, ask questions, give an explanation. The second part, he's gonna discuss Aaron's part in the making of the eagle and the ramifications of that, and did Aaron was how was Aaron really not really involved and how Aaron did not do any of And then the final section of Sikha will give us the beer. Uh, I'll uh,
1: the
0: the 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 uh, of Hasidus on this Rashi. So let's start. The <clears> the <throat> So the Torah tells us that once Moshe Rabbeinu was late in coming down, um, that the came to Moshe Rabbeinu and came to Aaron and told him. We don't have Mosheh with us. We don't know. Uh, we don't know what happened to him. So Aaron tells them, "Take, remove from your, remove all the golding gold and earrings that you have from from your wives and your children, and bring them to me." And what happened was, the people in their haste, they took all the the, the gold uh, rings that they had and they gave it to Aaron. And, and then the passage continues. So he took it from their hands, and then he. This is the quote of Rashi: "V'yatzar oisav becheret," which we'll translate according to the first one right now, and he will bind the gold in a cloth. V'yasehu ego masichan alu we made, and it was made into a golden ego. So, Pirush Rashi: "V'yatzar oisav becheret." So, Yishla tagmay b'shteipanim. You can translate this these words in two ways. Ha'eched is v'yatzar lashin kashira becheret, lashin kashira. He says the word comes to translate it as tying. Cheret will mean a cloth. As we see in uh, Yeshaya, the the mantles and the handkerchiefs. The second proof is this is a pasach in Malachim, that he tied the two talents of silver in cloths, or in pouches. So the first translation is that Aaron basically took the gold, he tied it up in a cloth, and then afterwards the eagle, eagle was made. Vabeis is vayatzar lachon tsura. It's a form, and becher it means a kli is a tool of craftsmen. Basically, it's a craftsman's tool of uh, goldsmiths that they would scratch and engrave images of gold. That's what it is. So to translate the Pasuk now is that Aaron went, he took the craftsman's tool, and he actually formed uh, the eagle. And Rashi explains how this works. This is ke'et soifer ha'chot oysi'is bin yisipinkasim. This is like the pen of a soifer that scratches letters into tablets and to the pinkasim. These are like these wax books as it says, write for me with the, uh, with, the uh, with, with the scratches or with the writings of man, Graving. engravings of man. and then Rashi brings a proof for this second interpretation. that you shall you should uh, you should uh, write it with the forging tool. this is a of uh, forging, which is uh, This is a type of tool that you. Engrave golden letters, Vishkedim and designs, Shikhar and Balaz, Nail, Mizaif and and you also forge through it uh, the signet ring So it comes to the idea of forging, meaning is making metal, uh, forging metal images or letters. So those are the two interpretations. So the Rebbe is basically gonna ask three types of questions on this Rashi. First of all, he's gonna wants to understand why there's two interpretations. Second of all, he's going to discuss the proofs that Rashi brings. And then the third type of question, he's going to discuss the whole length of, like the uh, at the end of Rashi, where he describes what this tool is. It's like a pen, and then he brings a proof from uh, the Targum Umculus, what, what You know, what the whole Rikas is. So let's read it inside. <speaking> in <Spanish> It's known the rule of Rashi whenever he brings two explanations because each one has an advantage over the other, meaning each one has a question which the other one can answer. Why does Rashi need to bring both? Each one is fantastic. Second question. Rashi says you can translate in two, two ways. Why is he giving you the numbers? There's two ways to translate it. Just give us the two interpretations. Three. Who built the rocky pierce Rashi? Him In the next Rashi, we're going to see usually Rashi, when he has two interpretations, he says the first one, and then he says another interpretation. He rarely uses the, uh, the, the way of the first explanation. This is the second explanation. Why the change? Now we're going to get to the second type of questions of, of Rashi, which is about the proofs. Why does he need two proofs for the first interpretation? Remember, he brought a proof from Yeshaya and then one from Malachim. Why? He says he brings it up also in the opposite order. First, he brings the one, the proof from Yeshaya, and then the one, the Malachim. But that's the wrong order. First, he should have brought Malachim, because Malachi, say from Malachim comes before say for Yeshaya. Hey, Rayasushnevi, Messifre Navyim, Shekher, Lash and Sayyid, Mizesha uh Mizah Shubi Yatzer Lash and he says the proofs that he brings from the sifre Nivrium that Khair comes to the idea of uh of a cloth, and that uh Vayatzer means tying. This is the first interpretation, Hari Yachol, Umeyalitzorek, Hayula Havyum Psukim Shabuchumish. But Frat Shakwa Lamdanu. His next question is, why does Rashi bring the proofs from Malachim and Yeshaya, rather could have brought them from Chumash? Especially, he says that there's two psukim already that we had earlier in Chumash that uses the words, and Rashi actually translates it, like we had in Parshish, Parshish Miketz, and he translated it as tying the silver, and Parshas boy, the, the 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 money and the food was tied up in their in their in their bags. And the second time that he brings it in Parshas boy I'm sorry, that was talking about the matzah. He doesn't even explain what it is because we already know what Surois means. Surois means tying because we already had that earlier in Parshas Mikates, where it also means tying. Question six. This is the third type of question. He says, Why is he giving you this whole uh, uh, explanation? We already understand what he said. It's a type of tool that you use to engrave letters or engrave images and that's what Aaron was using it for. He used it to to, to, to engrave the, the image of the of the golden calf. So why does Rashi have to give an interpretation explain it's similar to what the Seform used? What where does that add? He says Darker shall Rashi Lahavi Lahavi Dugma the and the Rashi always explains just a simple interpretation. And here he's bringing examples from a pen, and then he brings a, a, a Targum Unculus. Why? It's clearly they totally side ideas. So those are the six questions that we had on this Rashi. So, base. The b'kolzeh. p'suke Right, this is question number five. Why didn't Rashi bring proofs from Chumash? He says those proofs that we had in Chumash, the word was spelled differently. It was, had two ration. While the one in our parsha only has Vyatzer, therefore you could uh, translate it differently as we see that there are two different interpretations. So therefore Rashi didn't want to bring those, because those are not Reis that this is the interpretation here. Or, at least, that this interpretation is the better interpretation. So, but the Pasek from Malachim, he couldn't have brought as a proof. He says, if you just look at the, the Pasek in Malachim, it's actually not a proof. What does it say if you go back? It says, he says, he tied the kikarm of Kasef with two cloths. But what does the word Vayatzer mean? We don't know what the word vayatzar means. And we don't know what the word kharita means. So how could he bring that proof on its own? Vayatzar. if we don't know what the word means, how is that Pasik telling us what it means on its own? It's just the same thing that we have in this our, 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 this week's parsha. It says the same thing. Vayatzer oyser becheret. So just bringing the one in Malachim wouldn't have worked because it wouldn't have actually... Given us any, any indication of what the words actually mean. This is answering again question number four. Why does Rashi first have to bring the one in Yeshaya? So he says Rashi needs to bring the one in Yeshaya first. He says, the only one that actually gives an indication of what the word means is the first Pasuk in Yeshaya. Because if you look at the words, it's talking about That Pasuk in Yeshaya only translates one of the words that we mentioned. only translates the word ha And it puts it next to the different types of clothing. It's talking about the 24 different types of clothing and jewelry that that woman um, would wear in that context. So it's clear that we're talking about, we're not talking about a pen or a type of tool. We're talking about a piece of clothing. And by being right next to the word hamitpachis, it's understood that it's talking about a cloth. So we see from the first passage in Yeshay that Kharitim definitely means a type of uh, a clothing, a type of cloth. And once we know what that means, cloth, v'ahainu soydram, so mazen nilma then after we have this in Yishaya, then we can put it into our Pasuk. it says that he took from them uh, in their hands and he did something with a cloth, so what does V'yatser uh, means? V'yatser means that he tied it up with a heret once we know that it means a cloth then it's easier to understand that what we could figure out what the word V'yatser means, that means to tie it up, that he tied the gold in the, in the cloth that's why the first passing Yeshaya is brought. He says, but having just the pasik in, in Yeshaya is not enough. Because Ain Hakinami he says, the reason why you have to bring the second proof is because you it's exactly the same word. In Yeshayah it said charitin. Our passage, it says charet. So you could possibly say that in Yeshayah charitim talking means cloths. But maybe charet is not the same word. Because the chaira, if the word was charet, charet uh, should be charatim, would be the Lashon rabim Charet, the Lashon rabim of charet, would not be the Kheret. So therefore, it would be two different words. So therefore, we're not, still not 100% sure that the cheret in our Pasuk could, we know khariti means cloths, but we don't necessarily know what cheret means. And once we don't know what the word cheret means, 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 we don't know that it means a cloth, then automatically we won't know that vayatsin means kshira. The a mah pasik. Uh, therefore, Rashi brings a second pasik from Malachim. That says that he tied the Kikarm of Kasef with two charitim. So remember, we know that charitim means cloths. So over there it's talking about putting the something inside of the, the two talents inside of this cloth. She Shame Kamuchach ma pasik he says, Elamai, okay. he says, when you have the pasuk in Malachim, and it says and we know ready means cloths. So then when it says, then we know that it means he tied the two talents with the two pieces of cloth, because that's the only translation that will make sense. And so also in our Pasuk, you translate the same way. Once we know that means we have, we know charitim means cloths, and that, because we know charitim means cloths, we know the means tying. So when we go back to our Pasuk, we can say, oh, the means tying, then charet is probably just the lashon yachid of charitim, and it's just a different yitzim and a klal, different rule regarding the lashen yachid, lashon rabim, it's a yitzim and a But once we know the means tying, and we know charitim means cloths, therefore it's very easy to put it on our Pasuk, we yotzer, so means that he tied it with a uh, he, tied the, he tied it with the cloth. He tied the cloth. So once we, ha- we know that uh, the chert in our Pasuk is connected to the concept of tying, so then we must say that it is, uh, comes from the idea of a soider, meaning as a cloth. It says, he says, "I the lashon rabim should, should have been Choratim. He says, "Okay, it's it, it it's not it doesn't it's not part of that general rule." And we find many examples of a yachin and a rabim that doesn't go into the words. You have, have isha, you say Nashim. you have bas, you don't say botim, you say benais. Nice. Okay, so that that explains why we need the proofs. <clears throat> so the reason why we need uh, the proofs from Yeshay and Malachim is because they are basically uh used to translate what uh the yatzer and herit means. Avalapirch zekhasha. So now we're going into the next question was why was why do we need two interpretations? Zakhar, so this first pshat sounds very, very good. Why do we need two? We
2: need uh, two. Oh two pshot.
0: Abla Pirsh the Khasha Vahem Shahdi Bakasaf. He says Mikaibin Shiv Yatzer Isa Bahert Haino Shaniak Arani say Zab Besid Vikashray he says, according to this first interpretation, how would you read the passage? It says, He took the gold from their hands, and he tied it in a cloth, and that's all that Aaron did, and then eventually threw it into the fire. But then, and it was made a golden calf, a calf made out of metal. Who made the calf? And it was made into a golden calf, a calf made out of metal. The That's not Aaron, because we said Aaron, all that Aaron did was tie it up. According to the second interpretation, where Rashi brings that Aaron actually formed that used right. the tool and it's right. clear that Aaron was the one that actually made the eagle right. but according to the first shot Rashi's telling us that it wasn't yeah. Aaron that right. used any tools to make the eagle all, all, all Aaron did was tie it up
2: yeah, means he made it
0: no? it was made translated um, made into a golden calf it, it was
2: made it
0: was made into a golden calf
2: that's based on the sigg
0: <laughs> right that's that's the way how Rashi would have to translate at the beginning. And it was made into a golden calf, and but Rashi himself says that right. The next Rashi says, um, "Who is the one that uh, made it?" It says, "Egel Masehu." It says it was it was a it was, a, it was a, a molten calf. So just to read the Rashi, it says once it was thrown into the the fiery furnace, the machshefei of rab, the the witch the the witches of the heir of Rav came um, and they made the cap with their kshafen. And some say it wasn't actually the, the heir of Rav, it was Micha who was the one who made the eagle. So Rashi's translating in the next of our that it wasn't Aaron, it's a continuation of this pshat, meaning as a court the pshat, that Aaron just tied it up into the, in the handkerchief. So who was the one that made it? It was either the heir of Rav made it or Micha uh, made it. Okay. So he says, and then this was what, you, what your problem you're mentioning, that it comes out, it's hard, it is a bit hard to read. And that's what you pointed out, Mamish, the issue with Rashi, that the beginning of the passage, which says, and he took it from his hand, and he was the one that tied it, right? That's all talking about Aaron. And all of a sudden it says, And all of a sudden it says, that's when it says, and he made it into a golden masicha, or it was made into a eagle masicha. That's not iron anymore. That's the heir of Rav. You have to kind of take one Pasik and split it into two, right? You can't say he made it. So we're yeah. saying it's not iron anymore that made it. It's rather the heir of Rav that made. Because all iron did was tied up. Uh-huh. So he didn't make it. So who did make it? So Rashi has to explain. That uh-huh.
2: means either Micha or the heir of Rav. And what he's saying is neither pasuk names who did it. He took, who took, it doesn't say Aaron, it says he took, without naming him. The second puzzle also says when he made it. Right. Neither of them says who it was. Exactly. But it's switching here, it was referring to Aaron, the second one is not referring right. to Right, and him.
0: it's all in one pasuk.
2: It's, it's, it's one pasik. So
0: in the so second
1: so it refers to Aaron. Or something.
0: Because we know what it is. Because it says um, they it says they uh, they took the gold and they brought it to Aaron. Oh, I and it says and he took it from their hands and he tied it up in the cloth. So it's one pasik and, and then and then. it says ego and it was made into a uh, um, a molten. Why well, well, can't you say it was him based on that? Because I think that's the difference in the two perushim par- uh, of Rashi. Oh, okay. According Rashi. to the second one that says that he's forming it, then we know that it's iron. Yeah. The whole point of the first shot is to say mm-hmm. that it wasn't iron uh, that I made see. it, and then as we're going to explain later on, because from the mashmois of the pesukim later on in the parsha, it seems like iron was like completely shocked. We're going to see like iron uh-huh. was like shocked that this eagle came out. So as I threw it into the fire, and then this eagle came out. What, what, what do you mean the eagle just came out? It's because he didn't make it. Uh-huh. So. Based on that, those pesukim later on, awesome. it also fits better. Over that's kind of, I think, part of the hachach of Rashi. Part of the reason why he likes this first shot is that he just all he uh, all he did lechatfila was just tie it up, and then someone else came and made the and Therefore, he was uh, surprised. <laughs> He says there is a rule that many psukim speak uh, like in shorthand and it doesn't necessarily always explain who did what and who said what. But uh, So we do have that and sometimes you need to add in the, uh, the missing words but in one pasuk to change without any indication that we're making a change, that is definitely a doyfik. Meaning is the pasuk shot of reading this one pasuk on its own it will definitely be that Aaron also made the eagle Maseicha. Yeah. That is definitely the mashmois. But... Um, so that would be the problem with this interpretation.
2: But what makes the Rebbe say that it's changing in the middle? Who said that it changed? I know. I had How that does you
1: know that it changed? I think the simple answer is: when you say that the Yatza is it means that he tied it up. If your if the purpose was for next step, why are you tying it up? So Adam just tied it up in a bag. He's done. What happened afterwards is not him anymore. It's, if you're saying that he engraved and he carved and shape, shaped, then there's a Hebshek HaPasik. But if you say he put it in the bag, and he put it aside, so to say, so then there's the Hebshek HaPasik, it's not him. He, he did it, but he's,
0: he's done. He's done. Yeah, the only problem with that is that he wasn't done, because he says later on that he threw it into the fire. At
1: least in this passage. Maybe
0: in this passage, you're saying <laughs> just on this passage. <laughs> no, it's on
2: in, it's in
0: this it says throwing in the fire was later on. He says, uh, and I, when he's taught, when Moshe comes down from the mountain and he, um, confronts Aaron, Aaron tells him, oh, all I did was, like, I threw it into the fire, and then this eagle came out. So we know that Aaron did more than just tie it, uh, tie it in the bag. And also
2: says that he threw it into the fire.
0: Where? And
2: look at the next rush No,
0: that's saying the heir of Rav did it. No,
2: the heir of Rav came along and they made the Right, to right, it right. right. He
0: threw it into the fire. Then Iron the, still right. threw it into the fire. Correct, fires, right. So, we're still no. so we definitely know that he threw it in, but I guess maybe we're saying the actions that he did besides for throwing in the fire... I, I don't know. It's,
1: it's,
0: okay, you're, you're right. I, I, think, I think that's one part is what you're saying is that from the Mashmari to the Pasuk, he just did one thing. He tied it up and then that's all he did. And I think also the second part that we're gonna see is that the whole the ho- part of the mile of this shot is that we're not saying that Aaron himself made the eagle. Maybe we, it
2: was the next day, wasn't it? The next day that
0: he did it. No, the next day they made the misbeach to be marked uh, to do the karbanis and everything. So I think the the the, the thing was made that same was day. The eagles made the same way. day, and then the next day they <coughs> pushed it <coughs> off to make the misbeach. L'chein pierce Rashi pirs Therefore, Rashi gives a second shot. The sura, which is bechert by suris that this is a um, craftsman's tool of goldsmiths that they used to um, engrave and to make images in gold so according to the second shot iron was the one who actually um, made the image this is the issue and I, I think that's the answer to your question later on in Chavdalit, it's going to say and I threw it into the fire, and And this calf came out. Appears Rashi. What's he trying to say? The pshat is I didn't know that this eagle was going to come out. If he made it, what do you mean you didn't know it's going to come out? The is that all I did? I threw it into the fire, and I had no idea that a, that a calf was going to come out of it. What did you throw it for? <laughs> Yeah, but I, I what, what was he planning on making? <laughs>
1: just awkward. throwing it into the fire. What's easy. the like. carving it and then throwing it into the fire? No, not carving.
0: No, I, I think the idea of putting it into the fire is to soften it, right?
1: Right, so that's, that's, what, that's what shakes it. Right. So, so now there's a charet, the earlier step, or we did not know when... So it so
0: I place. think I think Pashto Shad is in, at that level was, I think he was trying to just make things go as slow as All possible. Right. He was going to put it into the fire and take it out, and uh, yeah, Stamia was going uh, to make. I don't know what he was planning on. Maybe he was making an eagle, but according to this shot, he wasn't planning on making an eagle. But whatever the interpretation is, he, did, he didn't have in mind to make an eagle, according to this psh- first shot. What he had in mind, I don't know.
2: That's uh, what I thought. If I, he I put know. it into a cloth, that was a delaying tactic. Okay, we have the goal. Right, Whatever. What's going to happen later? He thought. Whatever. Let them go home and sleep. We'll, we'll do it. Right. But they said no. Let's uh, let's move to the next step. I thought that's what. what so I, the, I think so
0: also. I think he's putting it in was to delay it, and he's probably gonna. I don't know what he was. I don't even know if he got this, the next step. What he was gonna make out of it. But before he even had a chance, the heir of Rav or Micha came and made it into the into the calf. Um, so that's fits well according to the first pshat. So the mashmois of the pshukim later on, that Aaron did not make it. That's why I'm thinking, that's the connection, Why that's the whole reason why Rashi brings this pshat that he's tying it with the sudar is to make it, is, is to explain that Aaron didn't make right. it. So to go on and translate, means that Aaron made it, it kind of defeats the whole purpose of the First shot, it should have just brought the second shot if it has the same issue. Even if you want to say that maybe um, when it says that he threw it into the fire and the, the, the calf came out, it does mean that Aaron made it. It's just, again, it, it's using a shorthand way of speaking right and um rashi mafash rachlefi pier khan i rashi explains that it was like a shock to him It is this pshat that rashi explains later on that was like a shock to aaron that's only that's for, either way it's only going according to the first interpretation that according to the pshat that aaron didn't actually make it he just was tying it up in the Sudr. so later on when it says that he threw it into the fire and and this and this eagle came out rashi has the ability to explain it to me and that he had no idea what was what was going to happen but according to the second shot, that Aaron was the one that actually made it, how is it gonna learn the psuphim later on? He's gonna to have to say that I threw it into the fire, and I then I, you know, I carved it and I engraved it in and I and I made the image, and this eagle came out. <speaking in Hebrew> He says, but of course, the mashmois, the simple interpretation. Later on, if you're just reading the psukim without adding any words, it's mashmo that I put it in, and this eagle came out. That fits better with the first shot that Rashi right. says. Okay, so, uh, so that explains why Ra- the, Rebbe- the Sorry, that Rashi had to bring two explanations because the Milo, the first shot is. That it fits better for the psukhan later on, because the psukhan later on, when it says that he threw it into the fire and yeah. the eagle came out, is mashmah that Aaron did not right. make the eagle and he had no idea that the eagle was going to be formed. Yeah. And by saying that it's all Aaron did was tied up with a handkerchief and then the heir of Rav made the eagle masseicha, fits very well. But the problem with that is that in our pasik, you have to split the pasik in two that the taking and the we'll tying see. was Aaron. And then making it the eagle masseicha was referring to someone else. That would be the uh with this shot, But the second shot that he, that he actually car- uh, he, for- he, he um, engraved it with this tool, our Pusik fits well because it's all talking about Aaron. You don't need to split the pus into it. It's all and speaking about Aaron. But then and later on, why is he surprised? Okay. And you have to come up with a different interpretation right. that it's missing words. And he wasn't really surprised. He even explains in uh, one of the artists that what was, if you even want to say that there was a shock by Aaron, what was the shock? The shock was that he was just planning on making an eagle um, uh, and then they came and they made, like not for a vaidazar, but for other purposes. And they came and made it into like a vaidazar and a gechka, and that was like big shock. He was just making an eagle. But they came and made it into a vaidazar. That was like the shock of which is not the paschub shock.
2: I always thought, I always <clears throat> imagined and maybe it's still correct that the, all this engraving and all that Rashi describes yeah. was not to the gold itself. It was to a form. Mm-hmm. He engraved the form and then put all the gold in and threw it in the fire. And that.
0: Oh, I always thought the idea was putting the, right the gold or? together was to melt it and then uh, yeah, then it had it to harden. melt it in a
2: form. Melt it in a Like form, they made like a
0: defo, so some type of... Yeah, like a how much does make? That's, I don't know, that sounds, sounds mm-hmm. like over here. It sounds like it was a tool. Mm-hmm.
2: The tool could be used to make the form. That's how they uh-huh. make forms. The, the sculptor carves... They're very hot, they can melt so they took rubbish. the
0: gold, they, they, I think they must have they melted, melted the gold the first, <laughs> then it, it maybe got hard, and then they put it back in the fire, malleable. and they softened uh, yeah, once it's malleable, they make it soft. I don't know, that's the like next Maybe So you want to say maybe the it was, but it doesn't sound like it, because it sounds like the tool was, like the eight seifer we're saying, it's like a like writing tool Isn't and making this Unless That's you're a getting, carving
2: tool. What like a do you carving the
0: tool? carving tool mm-hmm. on the gold itself or on the form? I, I, I'm just saying what I'm I, saying I always must, imagined. Yeah. I could be wrong. I don't know. It's actually a very good question. I don't know. know. Gimel. Uh, <coughs> now we come to the, um, um, the second and the third question. Why does Rashi have to give a Hagdama that the, you can translate the Pasuk in two ways? And then he also adds, it's the first way and the second way. He says when Rashi brings two Purushim, the usual rule is the reason why he brings one first is because it's the better one. Since there's a question in there, he also has to bring the second shot, which isn't as good, but it answers that particular issue how how are you talking he says, but of course, many times it can happen that there could be two interpretations and they both have equal value. They both have equal standing. Therefore, Rashi can't, but Rashi can't bring them at the same time. So how does Rashi tell us that they both are, are equal? Therefore, he has to tell us at the beginning that the, you're able to translate this in two ways, the first way and the second way. And that tells us that both ways are equal that meaning is they both have an equal uh, level of issues, and therefore one is not better than the other. Um, so therefore we know they're equal. And this, that one is before the other, it's just because you have to put one first, but not that one is actually better than the other one. So why, why are they both equal? He says, what's the issue with the first pshat? Is that you have to add, that the Pshat is missing words, and you have to add those, you know, in between the the words, you have to add some words to the Pshat to make it understood. That's the problem with the first pasuk. Well, mm-hmm. he says that's exactly the same issue we have with the second shot. Um, that it's from the sukim later on. It's mashma that Aaron did not make the eagle, and therefore you'd also have to add some words into the pasuk to explain uh, how how it was that Aaron actually uh, made the eagle, even though the mashma of the pasuk is that he didn't. So they both have the same issue that from the pasuk itself the first pasuk is mashma the iron made the eagle so that's the problem with the first one but so later on it's mashma that iron didn't make the eagle
2: no also from the later pasuk it's mashma that he did that he did not make
0: no, the eagle no hamshra pasuk new is also eagle so sh- halal lay iron eagle i think we're reading it later f- right
2: but here hamshra pasuk new iron also as eagle okay so from, So, therefore, to the split it up and to say that this is talking right. about iron, this is
0: not talking about iron. From the next Pasuk, from the end of the Pasuk, it seems more like he did. Right. So, whatever, yeah. Okay. So al Now we can answer why it says one and two. So the tik He says the way that you count, you say, um, you, you say Rishan, and Rishan, So why are you saying one and two instead of risha and uh, so the reasoning is, He says, if you put it by Rishan, uh, Rishan is the first one, like in an order. Right, but it's also like an order. When you're making an order, like uh, the first day, the second day, it's one that comes after the next. While you say one and two, it's not two comes after one. This is the first one. This is the second one. But it, it's not necessarily that they're connected. It's a sequence. It's not a sequence, exactly.
2: A sequence of important. Research.
0: Right. Sivdalat. <coughs> so that was um, explaining all the questions. So now we're going to go... This is going to start going into the second part of the Sikha where we're going to try to understand the al mikra Wa- how what how was Aaron involved in making I mean according to the second pshat that we gave that Rashi gave is that Aaron actually um, made formed, formed, formed the eagle. So the Khara he was connected to the to Vaidazara. Right. According to the first shot, all he did was he put it into right. a Seder and, and they did everything else. Right. But according to the second shot he mamish made an eagle. Right. So that's extremely hard to understand. So now we're gonna give a pshat alpha shoot the shon how he could have been involved. And then we're going to give a up al-Pihalacha. Ulam yesh lahak she safir shasheni. Teves b'chert nimsas oid p'ham betanach. Nope, nope, sorry. I, I jumped a bit. That's going to be later on. That's a little bit later on. Anyways, one more Nukuda before that. He says, Teves b'chert nimsas oid pan betanach. It says, V'kosilov b'chert enosh. Ma'achar sh'mepurash v'kosilov b'chert. Rashi is asking a question. He says, we find another place in Tanakh where he uses the uh, word cheret. And over there, it says that they wrote. They wrote with the cheret. So the mashmais is that a cheret is not a carving tool, but rather the cheret is a type of pen of some sort. It's a writing tool. So how could Rashi over here say that it means some type of engraving tool, a it's vetzmashim from that other place in Tanakh, that it's a writing tool? So that, Now we can understand Rai, Rashi gives the whole hemshech, saying that it's like a pen of the cipher, because he's trying to show that the word cheret is not a particular tool, rather it's a, it's a tool that's used in general for writing and for scraping and for carving, but it's not a particular tool that only does one particular task. Oh, right. Text. It does. Um, yeah, it does many different tasks. The rashi says according to the first shot that we said cheret means a cloth, so, and we, we have psuk, We have proofs from many from two psukim that cher definitely definitely means a cloth. Mm-hmm. So it could be that Kheret might have one, more than one interpretation, but we know for sure that Kheret could also mean a cloth. So the first interpretation there's no issues with. But it's hard to explain, it's a to explain that the, the word Kheret, which is in front of us, would be a third Kheret, right? We're going to have one Kheret, we know for sure it means a, a cider. We knew a, a, a cloth. Close. We have a second one that means it's a pen. And then we're going to have a third one that means like a carving tool. Where's the proof for that? It should mean the same thing. Uh, Therefore Rashi wants to answer this question. So in order for Rashi to explain that, he says, is not a name of a particular... rather it's called that because of the act of engraving so there can be many different types of engraving so it's not a particular tool that does a particular function rather it's a that's used you know all function tool for it's all function tool but only for uh, carving it's not an all function tool
2: every tool that does engraving is called a Okay. okay yeah
0: that's another way of saying it yeah
2: it makes marks. It makes marks. Oh, it's, a tool, an, an it's an engraving tool. tool.
0: So there's all kinds. There's a pen, there's a chisel, there's all kinds. Huh? It could be either, as Reish is saying, it's a general term for, or I mean, I'm, again, I don't know exactly what the was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so just like um that the the, the name heret uh fits describes a to, describes car- a tool that's used for
2: um for
0: making ca- images images carving of gold images. so similarly the word here could also be described as a pen that's used for writing letters or engraving letters or engraving letters Therefore, this is also another Deacon Rashi why he says enish. It's like writing with the heritage of, of Enosh. Meaning, a, we're not talking about if it was a, 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 a craftsman, it should have said the word Ummah. Um means a craftsman that has particular tools, very specific tools for doing his crafts. But here we're trying to say it's a general tool. Pardon me? Enosh means what? Enosh means a man. A person. A person. Oh. Uman means a professional. A craftsman. Oh, okay. a, not a professional. I should say a craftsman. Uh-huh. Right? So by using the word Enosh, that proves that it's something that a regular person uses. Why? Because uh-huh. a regular guy could use this for Chavay. He uses it to, uh, to write on and to engrave uh, his daily uh, uh, bookkeeping. Right? Lofi shebecheret enimotz betura and betaira masupak canal. So since the word Khered is not common in the Torah and the translation, there's a suffuk how we translate it. And technically there's three ways how we could explain what it means. We have three psukim that give three different uh, meanings to it. Right. One of them is for forming an eagle, and the other one is for writing letters. Therefore, Rashi wants needs to bring a proof. So uh, one of our questions was, why does he have to bring a proof from Targum Unkulus? He's saying because it's hard to translate this word, and it's not so common, and there's different ways to translate. Therefore, he feels it's necessary to back up his translation with a Targum Unkulus. He says, V'zehu Targum bezifa, Meaning is that this is a clea that's meant for writing letters, and similarly, it's also made for making images. that's meant for writing letters, and similarly, it's also made for making images. The says most people translate in Rashi that it's a clay that's made for making almonds, like the image of almonds." He says, "But that has no connection." He says the correct translation is that it's, it's, it comes from the idea of a design. like we find in the manira that said they had the design of the three uh, cups that were engraved into the manira, carved into the manira.. <laughs> And therefore, since he doesn't want you to make a mistake in how to translate the Targum Unculus, what his, the mistake? that you don't know what the word Bezifa means, I guess. So he says, what does Bezifa mean? It means a Kli... I guess you could say that it would mean specifically a cleave that's used for writing or for carving. So he wants to translate it to mean that it's a cleave that's made to make um, these choysmets. It's the cleave that's used to forge um, uh, items.
2: That it means a carving tool rather than a drill or... uh, Right. It doesn't have a specific meaning... It's not the name of a tool. It's not a name of a clue.
0: It's, it's just something that forges. Of, a, of any tool which brings a carving, which causes, which, ca- ca- causes carving. Causes carving. Causes And therefore, Rashi, at the end, changes the order. At this point, he first writes the words and only afterwards he adds in because Ziof is uh mainly by letters mm. okay so now we're getting to the shot of uh, like that according to the second shot Chais of Rashi means,
2: Chaismesh means seals
0: yeah like the seals uh,
2: signet rings meant letters. Yeah. that's what they used to the signet rings
0: were uh, letters the person uh-huh. person's initials or whatever That's what it says mizay M'al yeah abul khair appears that has any movement in the gammi he says from the Psukim, even Pshuta Shemikra is it's clear the Aaron was a big tzaddik. So how could it be that Aaron made the image of a eagle and a zara? Very hard to understand. So according to the first shot, we don't have that issue.
1: Correct.
0: According to the second shot, we do?
1: Yeah.
0: So for says um, to explain this the Khayuk asked the same question for all the Yidden he says sman kotz he says, oh, You can ask this question on the Yidden. They just are just a few moments, literally, after Har Sinai. And they, they after all the great miracles they saw, and then they, they want to do a Zara. Even though we know that it says that uh, when Moshe came late... Uh, the word would be late, but when Moshe delayed in coming down. It says that the, the Satan showed them like Moshe Rabbeinu mm-hmm. like in an image. Of Moshe Rabbeinu was dead, so they got scared. But still, how did they come from you know the, the high of Har Sinai to all the way to do Avodah And Rashi doesn't even discuss that. Indian Yon Muvan At Kadekach, sharashi in ain't Sarch Lapharshi. Says it must be such a simple explanation. The Rashi that always explains a simple interpretation doesn't even need to bother explaining it. So my first bekasse v'yara am ki boishes boishes Moshe l'radetz vegemer also lanu l'kim k'ze Moshe isha sh'alanu meir tzisra loy down in my hal you lie. I knew shloim bichavay dezara. I knew. Shai davar shiur b'mukaymah shal kadosh baruch hasv shalom. Elo mashu b'makim Moshe l'chein hit imuza It says it's clear from the pesukim that Moshe, that the issue was that Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't there, so all that they really wanted was to replace Moshe. Said our leader Moshe Rabbeinu, he's not here, so we need to have something else to take his place. (laughs) <laughs> um, so I, it says, also, So he says, it's clear that the Pshad is just that this, it doesn't mean that a God, it means that something, a Lakim which will take the place of Moesha. <laughs> he yeah. oh, he's going to He's going to explain. We need a, a guide to take us. To take us, um, to, uh, just like we had a guide to take us out of Eretz Israel. we need a guide to take us uh, up to Eretz Aye. So what does the word "lakim" mean? So what it means is, it says um, that you will be for us in lakim. This is said to Yisrael. So what does it mean that Yisrael is going to be like Uh-oh. an isn't it uh, isn't that for
2: Aaron that Moshe will be Aaron
0: right. no I thought was it Aaron or no? No? yeah you're right is, think, you're right so it's that so that we see that the word means a leader so again we see that the idea is to be a leader a judge but afterwards what happened was they got confused with the Khait. So meaning they got confused with the eagle. and eventually they actually did vaidazar. But what was their initial thought process? The initial thought process was that they just wanted to have a leader. Moshe wasn't coming back. They needed some type of leader to connect them and a shaman intermediary. So they figured they'd have an eagle. Mm. Eventually, what happened was it was turned into an avaidazar, but that wasn't the initial. It. Yeah, they got pulled deeper into it to eventually became an avaidazar. Right, Ksasim. <laughs> I how could you think that an eagle? would be the leader, like Maishu Rabbeinu, could be like an Isha Lakim, the one that stands between you and Hashem. He says, He says, regarding making an eagle for a leader, that we understand how they could have made such a mistake. Making it into a that we can't understand, but how they can make it into a leader that could be understood. He says when Hashem commanded to make the Mishkan, which its purpose was that for the Bnei Yisrael, for Hashem to sure. dwell in the midst of the Bnei Yisrael, what was the Ikra Mishkan? It was the Aaron with the Shnei Kruvim on top of it. Mm-hmm. Commercial Cassiv and what and it says over there, the debart itchum alah capers, we bane sh neha prouvmashla an o uh eightus, or mela shri dammis, litmoist the proven him k ain memutza bane y strollak So just like we see Right. That the kruvim Hashem would speak between the kruvim, so this. they can have the misconception: Oh, that the the, the, the kruvim are able to be some type of intermediary between Hashem and us. They didn't have the kruvim at that point because they didn't have the mishkan. So they figured, if we make an eagle, maybe possibly the eagle could be the the intermediary for us. <laughs> the sheet
2: that the tzivay and the, the mishkan was before. There is the such a right so that's so
0: the uh, Ramban, I They have already think, known the about the uh, yeah. Ramban. The Ramban gives it yeah. But this is Rashi. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, saying that
2: it lends a little... Uh, right, that they, they, they
0: knew the idea. But anyways, we know that they knew about the Mishkan because they brought the Atzei Shitzim from Mitzrayim. Yeah,
2: but they didn't know the details yet.
0: Yeah. So but so the idea, what the is trying to just show is that the, that the idea wasn't so foreign. Because we're going to see even later on, like Hashem commanded them about the Shnei Kruvim so it's not like such a big mistake but we see that it was a Mitzvah to have the Kruvim inside of the I think
1: in Yisra he
0: already told them about the Kruvim about the uh, the after we said, taught, but, taught, but it was after, after taught, taught. Taught, yeah this yeah. is before Matamotayim it says it says that after um, after 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 the Sersedibris Moshe Rabbeinu um, four, four, four. After after Dibris, <laughs> Hashem gave additional commands to Moshe baby, and not to to make the, uh, for making the Mizbeach, and also one of the things that Hashem tells him is not to make a leke kasev a leke zav. Rashi? What, what is this additional command? Shikoy la kruvim. And Rashi explains more. Like, mm-hmm. Meaning is a person can think, um, just like I make the kruvim in the base of I'm also going to make kruvim in shuls. Therefore, the t- Hashem tells Moshe that you're not allowed to make these kruvim. Right. Not you're not allowed to make Kuruvim in the shul, except in the, base, just... except in the except in the Mishkan and the base of What's the, even the Havamina? why would you think that you should make (laughs) Kruvim? And Uh, that it has the the quality of a Lekei. Right. You're going to put in an image in a shul that's going to be a Lekei's of. Right. That's the
2: That's
1: the (laughs) Vart. But why not? I mean, if you have a thermometer, if that, you have a and you have a what? But that I think a,
0: that's what he's. That's that's what he's. You're you're bringing a proof. You're right. That's why we would. That's the answer. He says, but that's the actual word, because there is such a havinah you know, that the Kruvim could be a mamutza, this intermediary. Therefore, you would think, let's put it into the Batik and the Batik-Nase, because that could be some type of intermediary between us mm-hmm. and Hashem. When we're davening, we'll have the Kruvim to, uh, help connect us to Hashem. Therefore, the Torah the, the tells us, Hashem tells us, Correct. that you're not allowed to make uh, these images. So again, we see the Havamina, you know, the thought process uh, of the Yidin, that Is it that wasn't a Vaidh It's not such an
2: unreasonable thing. It's not such an unreasonable thing. But they have the commandment to do it, not
0: to hmm? do it, really, or not yet. Sorry, say that again?
1: What?
2: Not
0: to do it. To so they, that, that's what he's going to get into. So they, they had the command, but we're going to say they didn't know about the command yet because it was given to Moshe while he was still on oh, okay. didn't know about it. So they didn't know about it. Oh. The Rebbe is just proving from this that the idea is no, so, oh, not okay. so far fetched. Our question was like, how can Aaron be involved with making an Avaydazar? So his answer is that's not what the B'nai Israel asked for. The B'nai Israel asked for a lakim, What's they're it? just asking for a leader, this intermediary, mm-hmm. to guide them. Yeah. And having an intermediary, do I have yeah, intermediary of like a golden calf? That sounds crazy. He says, no, because we had the Keruvim in the Mesa Mikdash that, that, that Hashem spoke through them, which it seemed like it was intermediary. intermediary. Therefore, they thought, let's make this golden calf and it could be kind of like the same purpose as the Karuvim.
2: And Hashem recognized that they might want to do this later in history as well, in all mm-hmm. the shuls. So he had to warn them, no, this cannot be done. Except in other in words, that it would be a reasonable thought right. that you should put a Keruvim.
0: Yeah. Somehow it will work to draw Shemba into your Right. <laughs> so this was before the command. Because even though it was told to Moshe <clears throat> Rabbeinu right after Matan Torah, but he didn't yet come down from the mountain. So they did not know about this command. So they did not know about this command. So he says, they didn't know about it, uh, they didn't know that it was an issue, they didn't know about a crown, so this would explain why uh, they wanted, that, that, why they wanted to make an eagle, and also it's understood why Aaron would have agreed to make the eagle, and as we said, he actually made the eagle. Okay. Uh, This is the hint that Rashi brings in our pasuk. It says Enosh. That it says in the days of Enosh, the, the people made a great mistake, and Enosh himself was from those who made the mistake. He says, Since Hashem created the stars and all these in Yanim, therefore it's worthwhile, they are worthy to be praised and given honor. The issue with Enish and his generation is that they thought that, that the star and the moons and the galgalim had some type of choice. When were they? W- what
2: generation
0: was that? This was, this was the... Uh, Enish was the... somewhere. I think it cool. was, was, <laughs> was the grandson. It was the grandson, yeah. But the truth is, they're just like the axe in the hand of the, uh, the woodchopper. He says, so they kind of made the same, same mistake. They wanted to make this eagle into a mutza. So they knew the milah of Bnei Yisrael, and of course, Aaron was. They understood that the mutza had no free choice. They figured it was similar to the kruvim. The kruvim had no choice, but it was a way that Hashem wanted to communicate to us through this particular medium. Not that it had any like Hashem wanted to communicate in a different way. Could have communicated in a different way but eventually what happened was just like by Anish, their initial mistake was very small they, they, but eventually what happened was they totally forgot about Hashem and they thought that Voduzor was the sticks stone and stones but, but similarly what happened by us, that Aaron and the Israel understood what it was but was nostalgia from there that the of Rav and the Yitin that weren't as ed- as educated um, thought that it was on avoid the Zahar Mamish? So that was the mistake. So that... that, that didn't take very long, though. <laughs> didn't take so very it long skeptical. for them to make the mistake. No. It's
1: interesting because over here, they want to have to replace Meshire, which was a baal mm-hmm. So it wasn't... This, over here, you're trying to replace a baal
0: Right. So that's, a, that's a, just a general no. question. But probably not, maybe for the discussion for right now.
1: Saying is, okay?
0: is why can you have a leader who's a human being? Yeah, well, that's,
1: that's over here to about
0: right. So, okay. Okay, so let's get to the next the next section of the sicha. And
1: all this is
2: what he means by end. This whole thing is. just to oh, explain the, the word end. Like it's a remez, yeah. yeah.
1: Right.
0: So now we're going to get to uh, the rabbi is going to give another explanation on their halacha. So all of this explanation of how the involvement of Aaron is that he they didn't even want to make an Avaidazar, they're just trying to make him a mutzah. Abder we're gonna go with a different style. Um, and we're gonna see another interpretation. So he negama an Indian. He says, <laughs> Aaron tells them, take off the nizme, the gold uh, earrings, and bring them to me. Mm-hmm. It says, mm-hmm. bring it to me. It doesn't say, give them to me. It says, just bring them. Ha'inu, shigili da'ita, ke'eni he says he just wanted it to be brought to him. He didn't want them to give it to him that he would own it. Basically, they, it's still their gold. Aaron's going to take the Bnei Yisrael's gold and he's going to make something out of it. And we'll see why that's important in a moment. And even then, they said initially, make for us a, 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 a leader. So kumtach, or actually according to this shot, make for us a god, right? Because we're not going with the pshuteh shalmikra. Now it's Kapshute that they wanted to make a god. So why wasn't Aaron doing a vaydezar? So that's, we're going to explain that the gold always remains in the ownership of the Bnei Yisra. So haklahu ba'alacha, ein adam He says there's a rule in alacha that you can't ask for something. Well, We'll give a little background maybe to make it simpler. There's three ways how to asser uh, something. To, to make it? Yeah. To make something asser, like uh, prohibited, prohibited, you can't have any pleasure from it. One way is if you do a, an act, for example, let's say you take a piece of meat and you cook it in milk, you can't have any pleasure for that meat and milk. The second way is that you do an act with a combination of a thought, meaning is, if I take wine, yeah, Another, yeah, let's say wine.
1: Something that is not yours.
0: No, I'm gonna get to not yours in a moment. I'll get to I'm saying with your own stuff, and then I'll get to when it's not yours. You take your own wine and you pour it for a Vodazar. So, pouring it, nothing wrong with pouring wine, but if you have the thought process to pour it for a zar, that would ask for it. And the third way is that even without any action, you say this cup over here, this is going to be for a So, that's to uh, ask for your own stuff. What about someone else's items? I mean thought, speech, and action. Yeah. So what if it's to us or someone else's property? So if it's someone else's meat and milk, and I take some, uh, the person's meat and milk and I put it together, I did an act, that would definitely answer the yeah. object. Let's go to, if it's just pure machshava. I say, oh, this cup that belongs to this individual, I'm going to make it into a vayda zara. My thought and my words yeah, um, cannot answer, even though I'm yeah. saying this is going to be a god. It's not yours to make into a yeah. god. But what happens if you... Do both. You take someone else's wine and you pour it with the thought that this is going to be for Ya'i nasach So, it's not, so it's, your, it's not your wine, but you did an action. So it's a combination. So Allah is that when a Yid does it, that's not, um, when a Yid does that act, it is still mutter. Because uh, a yid cannot asser someone else's item in such a way, because the assumption is that when it's someone else's property, we assume that your real intention wasn't really to asser the wine, your real intention was just to damage the other person by making it asser. So, could you want to give the person but Not that you actually want to do a vodazar. Masha Inkin, if it's a guy pouring the wine for a vodazar, then we assume that his intention was real, uh, and therefore. The actual one would be Asr. So going back to our situation, what happened? Aaron took the gold mm-hmm. and he what did not belong to him, it belonged to the Yidin. And he made it into an eagle to Avaidazara. Right? So since it did not belong to him, therefore is Aaron's thought and even his action and his words have any capability to make this eagle into Avaidazara. Because it's not his. It would just be like Aaron took someone else's wine and poured it to Havay Dazar. Nothing's going to happen for it. So he took this uh, gold and he made it into an eagle that's not going to make the eagle into Havay Dazar because it doesn't belong to him. That's a lot. That bad. is a lot. That's bad. Luck. <laughs>
1: pretty bad stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's like, you know, it
2: doesn't become a bizarre. It it's, it's like. The, the Abel doesn't become he wants to say it's like, I don't know. an Aaron,
0: but the
1: maneuver was just right? Well, the Rebbe's going to continue on. on.
0: It will make it like a bit smoother.
1: It doesn't become his at all <laughs> when No,
0: that's his point. Again, this is pure halach. We're not trying to answer al and al-pi Just halachically, did Aaron actually do anything wrong? No, because it wasn't him, so he couldn't have done anything wrong. Right?
1: And, And. And he didn't have any any intention to acquire it. Also, right, that's the point. Yeah. Right, that's
0: the point. They didn't want to give it to him, and more importantly, even if they did, because eventually they said asu Li. But the point is, he did not. He kept on saying that uh, that it, he, he did not have any das to acquire it. Have you a lie? They brought it to me. Why is he saying that he brought it to him? Because it wasn't his. He says I never had any das to be it, Therefore, it does not belong to me.
2: Even if they gave it to him like as a gift or something. Yeah, but he didn't want it.
0: If I don't want it, you can give me as many gifts as you want, but no. if I don't accept it as a gift, it doesn't belong to Even me. Even though you told him he wants it. He, he said, bring, d- this, bring it, it, to me. Give
2: it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> he said, bring, bring me bring the gift. here, I'll deal with it, but not, I'm, I'm not oh, yeah, uh, acquiring it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the key? The, that's, yeah, that's the, that's the, that's key. the point,
0: oh, no. that it was never his. That's the halakhic so answer. What can you say that is uh, in the union of uh, lifnei Ever? Okay, we'll get to that. It's a long seicha. It goes through all these points. So over here, it's Takma about then the Bnei Yisrael came to Eretz Yisrael, so they had a command that they had to um, take all the trees that were used for vaydezara and to burn them. So the Gemara asks, why did they have to burn the trees? Who did the trees belong to? The the aves. The Avram Yitzha, Hashem gave Eretz to soul to Avram Yitzchak for Yaakov. Mm-hmm. So all the trees that were planted, uh, the, everything belonged to the Avis. So when the goyim came and started bowing down to the, the, the trees that technically belonged to Avram Yitzchak Yaakov because the land was given to them, mm-hmm. how could they aser? Remember, bowing down is not going to aser. Yeah. Even by a goy, bowing down to a tree is not going to aser the tree. So why was the tree asser? Okay. It says, Amar rahman of Asherin Tisruf Ba'esh Michter we have a rule a person cannot asser something that doesn't belong to him. So all the trees that came afterwards, they were not able to answer by bowing down to it because they did not belong to them. Aye, what about the trees that they bowed down to before? So the answer is because... A voidazar belongs to a guy. To um, you're able to mivatil a voidazar that belongs to a guy. A guy makes <coughs> an a vayda zor, You're able to mivatil it, and then you're able to. Not you. They. Come they can be it. Who? <coughs> the guy. The guy is able to mivatil it. So all they need to do is to, to mivatil the void and then they question? can use
2: it. What, what's the question?
0: That was a question in the Gemara. So let's just go on. Alemitapolchi Yisrael le'egel golo ataiv denechlu ba'void But when the yidin bow down to the eagle. Uh, when the yiddin bowed down to the eagle, that showed that they want, that it was good for them. There was, <coughs> So basically, when the yiddin bowed down to the eagle, then it shows that they were giving reshuz in a sense. They, they had more than reshuz. It was, they, they were magaladas that they're happy with uh, using these items for v'adazara. So afterwards, when the, the going went now, to do a bow down to the trees they were doing it as if as like like an agent of the straw. so now that the trees were bowed down to with the permission and that the shaliches of the yid now it had to be destroyed because since now the yidden who owned oh. the trees um showed that they were happy for it to be used the a therefore that at that point they bow down to be. the eagle. Once they bow down to the eagle, that shows that they were happy. We're going to explain more. It shows that they were happy with it. Therefore, when the goyim bowed down and air to stroll to these trees, it was as if they were doing it with the Shluchus uh, the of the Yidin. Maybe it was just the eagle they were happy to do, but not anything else. It says these are your gods. What are these? It teaches us that, that they wanted to have many gods. So what do we this is an important rule. What do we see? That if I show that I'm happy for you to do a vaidazar with my property, then even then you couldn't make my property into a vaidazar. Meaning is if I say, ah, oh, this is a, a this beautiful wine over here, this would be perfect to use for a zara, it would be mamish, amazing. Like yeah. if you used it to pour to Jupiter or to Marcus, you know, uh, it, it, would be, it would be amazing. And then someone comes in and, and uses it for a zara, then that would talk to for the wine. Like in, your permission. Kind of thing. Yeah. The aim came, He says, the khaira when Aaron made the eagle it should have become Asr. right because later on the Yidun are going to say ila so these are your gods so we see later on once the eagle was made that this the Yidun truly wanted it that the eagle the vaidus to be made so aybzai then then they, they basically gave permission or they wanted the Megaladas that they wanted the gold to be made into an eagle so when my Aaron made the eagles really just with the shlichas of the yid and therefore he could ask for something that doesn't belong to them because they themselves were happy for that to be done. So in
2: other words, those two <coughs> people, they originally intended that. For, exactly.
0: So that's the question. Not that
2: it happened later. But the, that
0: the was the original The that. original das. But, but even <laughs> though Aaron didn't want it to happen. So,
2: even though Aaron did not,
0: yeah. Right, he well, we'll see about Aaron. But right now we're just assuming that he's being the, the shlichas for the uh, It's the not year. his, so it doesn't
2: matter what he wants. Yeah, yeah, it's not his,
0: yeah. So that's the shaila. So it says in the Rambam that if a yid takes a takes a brick uh, and he and he straightens it, right? he, he's like, he puts it out. it up. puts, it up. puts, it, up. puts yeah. it up. But and the purpose is he wants to bow down to it. But papeil he doesn't. But then a goy comes and bows down to it. It's aser Why the Rambam says because by straightening it. By putting it up, a brick. What is a, a a brick? Brick. B-R-I-C-K. He's going to worship a brick. Uh, literally he, a brick. He, not he, not he, a fancy yeah, avodazar. Yeah, he yeah. takes a brick that belongs to him. Yeah. He picks it up. Yeah. And he says, I'm going to be using this for avodizar. Yeah, And B'Pol, he gets busy. You know, he yeah. gets busy on uh, a phone call. And a guy comes and bows down mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. So the halach is, the, the vein of that brick is now asr. Why? Because by, by doing the act of putting it st- straight... Um, that that is considered an act. That's Megala das, What the Yid wanted to do. That he's revealing that I want this brick to be used as a vaidazara. So therefore, when the goy comes and actually bows down to it, he all he's doing is he's following, you know, what the Yid wants. So he says. Why did why did he have to, why did Ramah have to say that he did an act? Going, the question what we're going to be asking is. Why did the Rambam say that he did an act of straightening it? All they really needed to do is, he just needed to say something, that, oh, I want this yeah, to be yeah. used on a vaytuzar. Why is the Rambam being medayik, that he, he picked it up, that he did an action? Why does that matter? The whole thing l'chaer is just gile das I nod. He said. Because the Gemara says... That um, that when they took the brick, this is uh, another gemara. Then it says that when um, the gemara tells us that when you straighten the brick, your megala does that you want this to be a vaidazar. So when a goy comes and bows down to it, it's just doing your shlichas. So my time The whole point of the gemara is that you're showing what you want. So why does the rama have to say that you didn't act?
2: He connects it to he did an act. He makes it seem as if the important thing is that he made, did an act, and that's why it's also Right, yeah, but if it if didn't but the do the doesn't act, make it dependent on an act. They l- l- it just l- a guilty does.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if you didn't, didn't do the act, it's still. It doesn't matter. If I say, I want you to use yeah. my phone for a vayidazara, and then you go and use so it for a vayidazara, that should be awesome. So, No, Oh, so the Ram. say, I want you to do No,
2: he did it, yeah it becomes obvious that he plans to bow down to this as a Nevedah He I never said that, anything, even though he didn't do it. He plans to w- worship it.
1: By it. By, it. by, by oh.
2: erecting it. Yeah. He erected a tower of But if he
1: just wanted to do in it order in order to he order to to straighten it.
2: Even though he never bowed down to it. No, but it. I'm
0: saying if he didn't straighten why does he have to straighten it?
2: He has to show somehow that he, he, he to intends to, to use this oh. as sort of He erected it That's he, what the Gemara seems to be saying. The Rambam seems to make it about
0: he did something, since there was an act involved. So that's what he asks. Why does he have to make it about an act? He says, if you read the uh, whole Hamshakh of the Gemara, it seems that the main khidish of the Gemara actually is that all you need is gilidas." Mm-hmm. It uh, says the Gemara basically over there is talking about, it's talking about, um, they, they ask like if you have a, if you have an egg and then you straighten the egg and you bow down to it, would that be considered, I think, but let me give you a little background. It says, it says basically, you, uh, you, the only thing that could be asr for a is something that, that man has done some action to it. So Mar tells you that if you bow down to a mountain, the mountain won't be usher, because the man has no, didn't, you didn't do any actions to the actual mountain. Oh, you need to have some type of an effect to it. Uh-huh. So the Mar says, uh, what happens if you take an egg? An egg is something which comes from Balchai. It's also natural, an egg is something which is right. it's not in its natural state. It says, what happens if you straighten it? Um, would that be considered that you did a tfisis Yadim? Is that considered that you did some type of act? Um, so the Gemara says. So that was the question. So the Gemara explains that that wasn't really the question that they were asking. The question was not is that considered a tvisa yad adam. Rather, the question is, uh, is that considered a gilidas? Was that by picking it up, is that considered enough of a das that this is what the person wanted to use this item as an avaidazar? So the Rebbe is trying to show is that the Havamina of the Gemara was that when the Gemara is asking about this egg. Picking it up, the have. I mean, it was. Was that considered an action? The gemara says no. It has nothing to do with doing an action or not. Rather, it all has to do is, would it um, show and express what the person's intention was? <coughs> so the rebbe has shown that the whole idea of the gemara was to show that everything has to do with intention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But the the whole thing had to do with intention, so why would he connect it to the Indian of Myson? He says the mock of the Ramim is from the previous gemara, the more that we mentioned. Because it says when the Yidan bowed down to the eagle, that revealed that they wanted the Vedazar. He says, if all you need is just to agili das, just a few words to say what your intention is, why did, the Gemara, why did the Gemara say that you had to bow down? So the Yidin bowed down. It should have just said that Yidin came to Aaron and said, Make for us a God. So, what the Raman source is basically the, from, from our Parsha. That since it said in the Parsha that, uh, in the Gemara, it says that when they bowed down to the eagle that's when it became usher. it shows that you actually also need to do an action. It's not enough just to say something, you need to actually do something. And the reason is because since it's not a real shlichus, you're basically giving, you're showing what you want. So just saying a few words is not enough to really show what your intention is. You actually have to there needs to be a gilidas to an act it's not enough any other gilidas also probably maybe he said it, that Aharon till the dean the thing even though Aharon made this egg mm-hmm. but he didn't do anything because he didn't bow on it yet right okay
1: right?
0: so it's right okay yeah but that's he's, he's gonna get back to Aaron in a moment right now we're just discussing the they already
1: said what they want Right, but right. there was no miser in, in this eagle making it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. He
0: made it. He made it, but they didn't bow on it. Right. So right, right, that's going to be the point. Yeah? Doing, yeah. So the question is, we're at the question but, where we were uh, what asked can you initially to was, the skip of well, the break? that they the Yehi'ashrove or megala das that they wanted the eagle." So the answer is going to be is, but they didn't. There was no act.
1: But what can you compare? To because the the skip only of they the
0: bowed down afterwards. When Aaron actually did it, there was yeah, no but, act that was so done. The, like,
1: on the break, yeah. he made the. He, he, he made the brick, right, and then somebody else, a guy, came and bound, like okay. and you he say he's also Bel well not. He because
0: he did an act, because making the right, because when he did the act, Straight. yeah, he, he straightened and showed that he wanted to use this rock, this brick, as an avodasar. But when Aaron, right. t- uh, when Aaron just made it into the eagle, right. what what act did the Bnei Yisrael do? No,
1: but why? What did you the Bnei Yisrael? It's Bnei Yisrael's gold.
0: No, that. it doesn't matter. What it's Bnei Yisrael's gold. It's the gold of the Eden. What did they do? They didn't do any act. Right. So this is contrary to what we were saying that Gilidas only reveals what their initial thought was. Only when they did the act of bowing down, that's considered a Gilidas. I we said is. How do we know that they want even the asherists to become a vaydezar? It's because they said, these are your gods. And that revealed that their intention was they wanted to have many of vaydezars. He says, The pshat is not, oh, that's what they said, and therefore, that's a gilidas. ella. She be he says, when they, when they said, we want many gods, it was just explaining what, what they were doing, they bowed down to the eagle. Meaning, when they bowed down to the eagle, they were saying, not, not only do we just want to bow down to this eagle, but we actually want to have many gods. But it was the act of bowing down, that's what was the Gilidas, and that's why all the trees also near to troll became Aser. So now we can understand another Indian in the Gemar. So, so the Gemar asks that you took an egg and you straightened it uh, in, in order to bow down to it, but you didn't. And then a guy comes and bows down. What's the lacha? Is, this, is it going to be us or now? So, so the question is like this. Leveine who de mincra zikifasai, Pierce Rashi, Shiruchava, Yisrael, Ovyoi, Shusukufan, Niras Guevaya, Ava Bates a lie, a demolishna. Lachira ima iku ha gilidas la mine of Gimino, mincra zikifasai, aracapani, Yishan gilidas, Nechlai, Bavai Dazara. He says it's very hard to understand the, the Mars question. According to our original thought process that all we need is a gili das, that you just need to know that a person wants to use his, uh, his property for vayda and through that, a goy could come and actually use it for vayda <coughs> What's the question of the gemar? Does it, Would an egg become asr by, by, by doing an, a small, a, like a small act? Meaning is, the Gemara compares the We know for sure that if you take a brick and you straighten it, that's considered a... a, You erect it. You erect it. you
2: stand it up.
0: You stand it up. You erect it. You erected it for the purpose of making a vaynazar. So that's a very recognizable, your act. So the question is, if you do an egg, that's erecting an egg is not as recognizable. Would that also make it asr? But if even just all you really need is to have any type of gilui of what your intention is, Just saying a few words would be enough, so for sure when you do an act of erecting the egg, for sure that would be enough. So, what's even the question of the Gemara? Would it be enough? Doesn't understand. But according to what we were saying, that you need an action, then then, then this will become understood. Let's just read a bit more and we'll get to the answer. <inaudible> he says the asked. He says we said all you need to do is <inaudible> They wanted many gods, and therefore all the trees in Eretz Israel became us, So all you need is words. So for sure, doing an act of, of erecting an egg for sure that would be enough of a <inaudible> So What's even the question of the gemar? Oh, would be picking up an egg be enough of a so, but now we can answer it very easily. He says, Now that we know this claw that you also need an action, then we can have the chakira. You need an act. So it's not enough just being megala, saying what you want, saying that you want to make an event. Should we take a pause for Meyer? Did everyone doubt Meyer?